Long Grass, The Wind, Goal Line Technology, Dodgy Cameraman, Dishonest Shadows, Pope Francis, The Paparazzi and The Illuminati all conspire as Liverpool finally lose a league game and their grip on the Premier League title. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the FPL Renegades podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 8 of the FPL Renegades podcast. My name is Drew, I'm here recording on the 8th of January and I'm delighted to say I'm joined with Willie again. You're back Willie. I'm back, great to be back. How are you getting on? Oh I'm great, lovely, not bad. Good stuff, happy new year and all that. Um, Same to you. Any FPL New Year's resolutions? Uh, Don't take any more hits. (laughs) I'm going to stop listening to people and make my own decisions because that's where I go wrong when I change my mind. Anyway, we've a lot to go through tonight. Um, there was a rake of football on over the Christmas, and we'll just try and fly through how we both got on over that period. Yep. So how do you do over those uh, hectic few weeks? Not good, Drew. Don't talk to me. Right. <laughs> Short and sweet. Uh, four continuous red arrows. We were 15k last time we were talking, and I'm now 58k. Uh, the last game week is especially painful. I got 37 minus four for 33 points in total. Sick, but this is the worst part. There's um I took a late hit, end up costing me thirty points. I was on Kane Captain versus Cardiff. Then I was reading loads of stuff. I was really afraid of Hazard, so I was, and I wanted to I said if I was getting them in, I was going to captain them because I never take a hit, as you know. Yeah. So I said, right, if I'm take bringing him in for a minus four, I'll put him in. I, I'd seen Southampton play West Ham one of the days on, on the TV and I just thought they were were poor enough defensively. But anyway, so I took out Sané and Alonso and I went Hazard and Dine, 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 whatever he's called. Yeah. And I changed, I changed the captain from um, Harry to Eden Hazard. Well, I joined you in that boat. I did that at maybe about 11.25. Yeah. Oh. Just like you after reading loads of yeah. people's opinions and going through and the stats. On Twitter, I yeah. changed. But really, we should have seen that the fact Morata was likely to play <laughs> and just like... Poor Alvaro. I don't know. He's gone. Hopefully he's Is gone. He? Hopefully he's off to Seville. That's the word anyway. I fucking hope so. Anyway, so enough about that. That's me. Me. All I've got to say. Okay, so you took a big dive. What was it? 15k to 58? Yeah. But at the start of the season, you probably would have been happy being 58. At the start. Uh, I was looking for top 100k. So yeah, at the start of the season, but it's very different. I was in 15k. Yeah, I I As I said, I, I, had, I had Salah and Kane. I had a lot of the big hitters in my team, but I just really messed up with the, the differentials and I don't know. That was your one big fuck up of the season really then? The one that you kind of yeah. lose sleep over? Yeah, well, we'll talk about this later, but it was, it was I'm after wild card. <laughs> <laughs> You've ruined the and, big surprise, like spoiler yeah, alert, yeah. that was the big uh, reveal and, and, later on. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, Johnny Jurex, the lemon, has yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> used his wild card already. Out, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so uh, let's talk about you. How did your, your Christmas go? It was probably quite similar to yours relative, just uh, I was higher up the table, so I probably had less far to drop. I don't mean that in a bragging way, but I'm kind of probably happy where I am now, but I probably fell as much. So when I was trying to summarise, now I've done a few pods over Christmas, so I won't go into great detail, but I suppose the festive period was weeks 18 to 21. Yeah. Uh, 18, I got 42 points. The average was 55 had Sterling as captain, he got four points, so that was a disaster. 
week 19 I took my second hit of the season so I did three transfers oh, mini wild big card. overhaul minus four I got 66 points oh. the average is 59 so it wasn't too That's bad too bad I uh, had Kane as my captain so he got me a goal no blank there and that was the week Hazard scored twice against Watford and yeah. Anderson scored twice as well so they both got 15 points so that was a fairly solid week week 20 was probably my poorest of the whole Christmas I think I got or no it wasn't actually I got 58 points the average is 50 Kane again as captain so you can just bank on him like yeah, you know, he'll always get you a goal go at mad, least. but he'll get your returns which is, is what you want yeah, uh, I think I brought Rashford in that week, so he got 11 points, so that was a bit of a success. Yeah. Left yeah. 18 points on my bench Dina. that time. No, Dina was the week before, oh, actually. Yeah. I left 25 points on the bench, oh, so God. I think I've done nearly 60 points in the last three weeks. Jesus. But I was saying it before, I don't really think it's a bad luck. You were saying like it's a sign that your squad is strong. Yeah. And we were all mad set up for this rotation that didn't really happen. Like, yeah. People are on Twitter saying, oh, this never happens. I thought the rotation was pretty bad last year and year yeah. before. That's yeah, why we, we all set up for it. Yeah, I got done last year, so yeah. I did, by having my uh, non-starting four million defender and my 4.5 mid and another low-cost bear, but yeah. this year I just... Not I, one of my subs came in in those yeah. three weeks. It was really yeah. weird. Um, and then the final week, the Christmas, that was my worst week, actually. 52 points, the average was 54, had Hazard as my captain and blanked. Um, Kane and Rashford both got me 12 points each so those two lads have been Rash saved you kind of keeping me holding in there he saved me the last two weeks yeah since I brought him in I went Ma- Martial over Rashford and I don't know like all the stats were saying Rashford we did the podcast and I was all about yeah. Rashford and then Martial's stats weren't great at all his actual underlying stats I yeah. know if you look at his goals scores and assists over time it's, they're still decent but he wasn't even cheaper on him yeah. I'm not sure why you went for it but sure here we are <laughs> That's why I'm in the position, yeah. That's <laughs> why you've uh, wildcarded. Yeah. So, long story short, I went from 558th overall to 3,803. Um, again, start of the season, would have bit your hand off to be That's there. Amazing, yeah. Good platform to kind of go on for the, the rest of the season. Big mistake was taking out Salah for Sterling. That yeah. didn't go right at all. And we'll talk later. I think that's my big uh, mission now is to try and fit him in. Yeah, we need but, to get Salah back. You might be all right for the Brighton game, as I uh, might discuss with you there. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same, so it'd be interesting yeah. to see your thoughts on that. Yeah, but I have most of my uh, chips. I'm up there in most of the mini leagues, so yeah. we won't moan too much. Um, second half of the season now to, to keep going again and try and move up the, the ranks. Oh, man. Okay, Willie, so you've already ruined our big reveal, the big surprise that the safest man I know in FPL has uh, already used his second wildcard. Now, before you get yep. stuck into it, I got a fright. Like We're in a, an FPL WhatsApp group, and <laughs> yeah. you know, it's always buzzing, so that wasn't a surprise. Just when I looked down, and it wasn't you just talking about something random, it was actually <laughs> serious business that you yeah. hit the button. Yeah. So what made you do it? Oh, I don't know. Right. Look, I just want to say it before, before I say anything. Like, this is a disclaimer. I'm not <laughs> advocating the early wildcard. I think you and everybody else should wildcard in uh, game week 34 before you bench boost in 35 and you have your 14 double game weekers, maybe 11, 12 double game weekers and like, well, I don't know. Some yeah, the, the standard yeah. of what people have been Premiums, doing the last yeah. few years. What right. you always do. Right. So as we were saying earlier, uh, I had a swing of 30 points on my transfers last week, minus 30. I just uh, lost the plot a bit and I just said, feck it. And I pressed the button. 
But right, was it a rage thing or had you thought it through before that? Um, like, did you my, rage do it and then take I, it through? I never do it in rage, yeah. but I looked through a lot on Twitter and I checked what other people were doing and I checked what I was thinking was completely mental. And I thought about it and I said, Feck it, sure, we'll give it a shot. It's totally unlike me. It is, yeah. Like, no, like a, I, do, do you know, tell the truth, I don't know, I was a bit naive with all my red arrows and I wasn't enjoying it as much. And I said, uh, this will get me really interested in it again. And it'll. So it added a, yeah. a bit of a fun element back to the yeah. game for you. But then I started thinking it from uh, like just. From a willy point of view. From a willy point of view. <laughs> so, uh, like, I really just didn't like the structure of my team. My hero, uh, uh, Robert Snodgrass, uh, messed it up a bit. I felt that, like there was too much money on, on my bench. And I just wanted to go back to my usual 4 million defender, 4.5 fifth mid, and then uh, kind of a cheap third striker on the bench. Okay. I just feel more comfortable like that. And I feel going forward, it's the, it's the way to go for me anyway. And uh, so obviously, yeah, another reason the, the four Canadians red arrows, I said that. So going uh, Martial over Rashford, that was just a big mistake. I've just made a few like simple 50-50s and I just got them wrong. And I'd been getting them, say, 75% of them right. Yeah. And I just kind of felt I got three or four of them wrong. And it just kind of... When you I get just, a few wrong in a row, it's hard to kind of fix it with one or two transfers. Yeah, that's it. Like, I was like, and, I, and as you say, I don't like taking hits. Or I've said before, I just didn't want to take any more hits. And uh, I think uh, wildcarding now so early, it, it gives me a chance to make up ground maybe in the next six, next six fixtures. And also I can, I can plan for the blanks a bit better than if I wait three or four game weeks, I think. Like I, I didn't have a great team for this game week, so now I think I could I could make a bit of ground. This That's week. just it. Now I was saying to you when I got that shock when you told me you'd wild carded. Like it might be too late by the time, you know, the double game weeks come around. Like you could have yeah. been just out of contention if you were that yeah. unhappy with your team. Sometimes you just have to kind of tear things up and like do it, something different. I'm still about fifty k. I'm I'm not in a bad position. Like there's. I can yeah. still win cash in our in our leagues and stuff. Yeah. I might not be going to win the thing, but and they meant to people that are gonna like misuse their wild cards and they won't use it in the right place. I don't mean people like you, but I mean yeah. other people's like like you can still make ground on people ahead of you who yeah don't like, use like even though I'm playing it early, you can be sure that I'll analyze all the blank games. I'll play it like yeah so statistically going forward. I know I'm after putting myself maybe not in the the best position from a statistical perspective, but I still I think I can still get out okay. We'll talk about my plan going forward, but will I go through my wildcard team anyway? Yeah, I'm interested to hear your team now. What does one who wildcards way earlier than they yeah. usually would, what team do they end up with? Right. This is what I've got. So <clears throat> I went with a premium. I went with Alisson. You can see the 10 goals all season and they're just the best defence. And I just want to double up because everyone has one Liverpool player. And I'm thinking I might have a bit of an edge if I go with the two. So that's Alisson in goals and... Speroni 3.9 as my sub. He's not going to be playing for the rest of the you season. Don't need him, like. I don't need him now. Anyway, so I went for uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold over Robbo. Save a few quid. Yeah, I just think he's really good attacking Trent. And I think he's going to play most of the games now. Klein's well. gone. Yeah, so. Klein's gone. And uh, yeah, he might be rotated the odd time. But um, Gomez is going to be centre-half when he comes back. So I yeah. think you're golden there. For Yeah, for, for what are you over a million cheaper than Robertson. I yeah. think it's solid move. Now this one is kind of one of my... My punts for the next six weeks, Lucas Dean, who's not his best friend at the moment, but even watching that Leicester game, I love watching him. He's just so far forward, crosses in, set pieces. Like You just think he's going to return all the time. And the goal in that game was actually a joke. I think the, Michael the, Keane fell uh, over. Yeah, the XGC for Everton was actually way, way better than usual. So 
like he's firing more crosses in, into the box than anybody in, in FBL at the moment, never mind defenders. So I'm happy to go with him. And this was a, was a surprise. I wanted Wambasaka. I just wanted cover because a lot of the top 10K managers own him. Um, Crystal Palace have had eight clean sheets already this season, which is one of the best. And I was like, I actually was on the WhatsApp group, wasn't I? I was like, this is the team I want, but I can't afford it. Anyway, so then I just went through the stats and I didn't figure anything out. But there last night at half, half 12, like <laughs> light bulb I, yeah, I was like, James Tompkins. And I was like, he was thinking he was 4.3. Juan Bissaka is 4.5 now. That's what all he is. Yeah, 4.3. And I checked the stats on uh, 4.5 and under. And he's like, he's getting, he's more attacking threat than Juan Bissaka. Like he's getting in, in the box. He's getting his, he- his head to a lot of corners and set pieces and stuff like that. Yeah. And then... Do you remember back to years? Like the last couple of years, he's nearly sure three or four goals every season. Like, and he always kept getting his head to things, and he could have even got more. Like, so I don't know. Anyway, so I'm actually really delighted with him. And it's just kind of, I know Kirks was like, "Why are you getting Tompkins in?" But it's uh, Crystal oh, Kirks. He's not even here again. Yeah, yeah. I just say, but it's Chris Pat eight clean sheets. Is that like third or fourth best? It's and I'm covering the Wan Bissaka yeah. ownership. And I was looking. Wan Bissaka actually hasn't got his. No, he's such a bonus fight magnet, but he hasn't got many extra bonus points the last last while. Even with clean sheets, he's been getting sixes and stuff. But I don't know whether that's because Palace are starting to play better and they're starting to win games, so maybe the attacking players are getting the bonus yeah. rather than just nil nil. Like you said, I think did he get an assist in the first game and he hasn't got any attacking return since? Yeah. So save yourself point two. Anyway, yeah, so happy enough. And then my midfield, I suppose, is uh, is very temp- template-y, but. That's the way I like it. So I have it's it's pretty much stats based the whole thing. So I have uh, Eden Hazard. That's really good. I just wanted kept him in. Yeah, I kept him in. Uh, even though he is a bit of a troll, isn't he? But still, I'm going to keep him in for the whole season unless he's gone near maybe 35, 36 or something like that. But that's the only t- that's the only hope you have with Salah. I said that to myself last year. I'm either not having Salah or I'm having Salah for the whole thing. And what did I do? Take him out when he had three blanks. Don't and dip in and out like. They have Mo Salah. His underlying stats are in a different league to everybody else. I think you have to have him in your in your team. Definitely wild card in any way. Uh, I have a player that's in the top five most sold players this week, and he's gone down to six point nine. Richarlison, five or six great games. His underlying stats have been better the last two game weeks. I don't know. I know he hasn't returned, but people are just mad, aren't they? They're so fickle. He's having more shots in in the box than ever before. Now the only thing about Richarlison. That worries me a little bit. Is um, he's not as accurate as he was. His 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 shots on target have gone down a bit, but all the other stats are right up there. They're actually better than when he was scoring high. So yeah, and not, against Bournemouth in that yeah. game, I can't believe people are selling them and they're droves. Confident. Another player that's performing by like a premium is uh, Paul Pogba. Has he four goals, three assists, and is 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 in the last four game weeks? Oh, you got him in. Or close, yeah. Got Pogs in, and his his underlying stats are. There for all to see, and he's really playing quite attacking now, isn't he? His penalty area touches. Kind of in number ten the last. I was time. looking at his heat map, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And just see him just powering into the box, just <laughs> like on like two yards out. I'm like, "It's like Solskjaer just came yeah. in and unlocked that ball and chain that Jose yeah. put on him straight and away." Probably the one that I'm most happy to get in. Obviously, all the premiums and all, but this is I just want the structure of my team to be more something more comfortable with. And I'm after getting Victor Camarasa in. Huddersfield oh, got him back. I never had him. Did you not? No, you even though you made was, us all good. I, was, I always thought you had him. <laughs> I was talking about him before anybody, in fairness. To yeah, the first few weeks you were on yeah. to him. But um, 
just because of stats and his heat map. And I just like guys that are putting in crosses and taking set pieces and taking corners and stuff. Penalties. But, but 4.6, like, people are on about, oh, I don't know, even the stats, and usually I'm a stats man, but Ashley Westwood, he's creating so many chances, but I just can't have him in my <laughs> team. That Villa, he just does absolutely nothing, so he does. He's just, oh, I don't know. I've seen a lad on Twitter say he switched to the left from the yeah, right, and that's making a difference. But um, no, anyway, so I'm delighted with uh, with. I don't think he'll do any better as your uh, fifth yeah. midfielder. Yeah, no, I don't think. I think four point six is is an absolute steal. And like, I really now he was their assist potential, but watching Cardiff lately, I think he's the only one that's going to score. He's just in different class to anyone else they have. And his last goal was a screamer as well. Yeah. So yeah, he has a few. Uh, yeah, he's. He looks like he has a bit of quality, doesn't he? Oh, definitely. Yeah. On pens, can't see well. him being there next season. No, not a chance. Anyway, um, yeah. Right, and what about the big, the big trio? Now the big tree. This is where it gets big. We'll just start with the biggest of the lot. This man is top for <coughs> for um, XGI over the last four games week, and he has lovely fixtures coming up. Fulham at home next doesn't get much better than that. We're going to go with Ashley Barnes and Barney. God, I was saying this to Kirk earlier, and he was just like, "What the fuck?" But. We'll talk about why that. Too. I think his exact words were, "Ashley Barnes looks peculiar on an FPL <laughs> team," which was classic Kirk's. Yeah, but I uh, go on. I don't agree with him, but anyway, yeah. So then we have uh, the man that cost me my rank pretty much by not getting him in is Marcus Rashford. I just think if he keeps his place in that United team and they've nice fixtures coming up after the Tottenham game, I think you have you just have to take a risk on him, like. I can Probably go- not even a risk at this stage, though, is no, it? No, his, under- his undersigned stats are amazing. His actual stats are amazing. And he's playing centre-forward for Man United, one yeah. of the biggest teams in the world. I just said it. And like, yeah. even if people are afraid Lukaku will come back in, yeah. Rashford should be nailed on to play one of the, the slots yeah. either side of him. Which is, listening to Solskjaer, it seems like this, this United team is going to be based around Paul Pogba and Marcus Rashford, and, and he said that agree, yeah. th- he said Lukaku could Lukaku could play. I'm um, sorry, could play up front alongside him, like that they, they suit each other. And then this was the one, like the team's pretty much us. A lot of stats involved, but I don't know what stats wise. I would have had a Bamiang over over Kane. Okay, but I went for Kane. I just think he's really good fixtures coming up. He's really high ownership and he's just so consistent in his returns. Sometimes he doesn't do much. And it's like people were saying if uh, the players are reassessed now, Kane could nearly be a midfielder. So yeah. he could, like, that's a bit far fetched. But uh, there's you, a, a point to it. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, so that's the tree. And who else have I got there? Oh, yeah. So I have my, I'm happy with that. I have a, a 3.9 playing defender with really good fixtures coming up. Uh, Bednarek, yeah, Polish from Southampton. He's played so. every game, has he? Yeah. Since your man came in, this is this is. Oh, I said it last time. I always say his name every podcast. Yeah, Hasan There and you go. Hutel. Nice segue in there. Really? Yeah, and obviously I've had dots since the, I've had Matt Doherty since the start, and I think I got picked him up very cheap. I so. think you should stop playing FPL if you get rid of Doherty. Yeah, yeah, definitely, totally agree. I was, I was checking all the stats on like um, attacking stats for. It's just insane. Yeah. And I only got him in a few weeks ago, but just yeah. whatever about not having him, selling him. Is yeah, just... but plus I'd be losing an absolute fortune. And Wolves fixtures, they're 
some people are saying they're not great from an attacking perspective, but they're not too bad either. Sure, they're His not fixtures good. are great after City, I think. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying. I've heard mixed reviews about their fixtures, but they're very good. It's one of those where they do good against the big teams. Yeah. That's a cliche, and they seem to struggle against teams who just sit back. So maybe they, the fixtures yeah. aren't as good as they look. Yeah. But you just can't not have them. Yeah. So anyway, I really don't care what Kirk right. says, or even I don't care what you say. I'm actually... <laughs> I'm Fuck actually, everyone. <laughs> I'm really happy with my wild card. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, right, now, I don't know if you want to stuff so my plan going forward because because I'm after wildcard now, I'm not going to be, or I don't know, I'm not going to be able to wildcard just before the, the... Okay, so you have to plan for that well yeah. in advance now. Yeah, so will I go through that then, Drew? Yeah, we'll go through that when we come back. We'll just take a quick break. Yeah, okay. Right, Willie, before we had a, a quick break there, you said you were going to talk about your plan going forwards now that you've had to use the wild card. Yeah. So Go I'll, for it. I'll just fire ahead. What, what I meant to say, I'm just going to say, like, what I really like about my wild card now is is the structure of it. So, like, I have the team, but they're all just, if, if say, Rashford isn't going well, I can just go and I can just plug Arnautovic in there. Barnes isn't going well when Ings comes back from injury in a couple of weeks he can go straight in okay so you have or, set price okay. points that you can just easily yeah. change set price points that I can easily change same for for Kane if if uh, Cullen or Aubameyang are going well yeah. they just fit right in so the same for uh, Pogba can become Son when Son comes back from the Asian Cup and one that will be definitely happen Lucas Dean will be coming Pereira from Leicester City from 27 to 38 Cool, that's pretty much. That's something I think team. everyone should do when they set up a team at the start yeah. with the wild card. You should have that in mind. It makes it goes a long way. It makes it uh, it makes it so much easier because I feel like trying to get my bench so good and advocating it that I went to a stage where if I wanted to get someone like Rashford in, it could have been costing me a minus eight, and so I just don't like being in that position. I like being able to carry my transfer, have two free transfers, and be able to really get like people in that I really want to get right. in. So you're happier with it. this structure. Yeah, I just feel it's a, it's a lot more comfortable. I just don't feel stressed out about it. <laughs> don't feel stressed yeah. out. It's uh, nice and simple. Anyway, so my plan going forward, well, even though I wildcarded before the FA Cup games, I've actually got really lucky. Liverpool got knocked out to Wolves, which I did say on the WhatsApp, I actually, I really fancy that. I backed had, Wolves. Yeah, I just had a feeling. I backed Wolves as well. I backed Wolves 1-0, so I, I lost my bet. But we, anyway, yeah. Come on. Yeah, so that means I can go triple Liverpool for a long way into the future which is is really good and the great thing is Newport County bet Leicester as well so I know that Leicester is someone that I can uh, back Leicester as well just to keep it uh, <laughs> not talk about all the winning bets yeah. so I think Pereira has to be one to be looking to get in before the blanks he's going to he's, he's playing 27 he's definitely blanking 31 I think there's a 5% chance of him of him uh, he's definitely going to be playing in 31 sorry I think there's like a five percent chance of him playing in thirty three, so you're going to have him for for he's going to be playing the two blank weeks. So and I don't know, maybe other lesser options might emerge by then. Okay, now I just think. to make it clear for uh, people like myself and anyone else who hasn't looked into this yeah. and are waiting on Ben Crellin to put up a spreadsheet, yeah. when is the blank thirty one? Yeah, well thirty one. There's going to be all the FA Cup quarter final teams. Yeah, yeah are going to be blank. So. Right, sure, I might as well, I'll go through a little bit about the blanks first and then I'll continue. If you have it, do it, because I'm yeah. actually interested. Yeah, so the first blank, it's coming up really soon. 
game week 27. Okay. And it's uh, it's due to the League Cup final. So we can assume if Man City beat Burton Albion over two legs. They might. <laughs> they might, yeah. Then Everton and City is a blank. Okay. So And that's we, 27. Yeah. So we need to get rid of our... Or, or even just have transfers there. We need to get rid of Everton and City. I'm not saying take Cun out of your team, but maybe have two free transfers to take him out for game week 27 or have someone else to come in. But yep. definitely two Everton guys. I think a lot of people have Richarlison and Lucas Dean in their team. I do. So I think you should probably be be looking to move them on. So I think I'm going to keep my transfers and maybe have two transfers. And I'll be I'll be moving Lucas Dean on for Pereira, barring injury, the Leicester City defender. Yeah, he's very attacking. He's actually playing. He's playing as a he was playing as a, a forward, wasn't he? There the last game week. Um. So and the good thing about Leicester is. That there's going to be blank game weeks in 31 and 33. 31 is the FA Cup quarterfinals. 33 is the FA Cup semi-finals. So you're guaranteed that he's going Leicester to are, are out of both of those yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Leicester are a great team. And um, so yeah. So that's the the City Everton game. But then there's another semi-final as well. So Spurs and Chelsea are in the other semi-final. So I would just monitor that. I think what was the score? Spurs won one nil. One nil. Yeah. Harry Kane. Kane. We didn't see much of it because we were we were podding. So. I'd be looking at monitoring um, uh, Burnley and Spurs. Burnley are playing Spurs in that game week. So at 27? If, yeah. Okay. So if Spurs get to the final, Burnley won't have a game week. And if Chelsea get to the final, uh, Brighton won't have a game week. So I'd be looking at moving on maybe either Kane or Hazard or probably because their premiums, I probably will move them on. Just having strength and depth. Anyway. Yeah, strength and depth. Yeah. And the other one is, is Ashley Barnes. And I was looking into this and... Because Burnley are likely to have a blank. Burnley, Burnley have a blank if Spurs get to find, but I'll probably still keep him because because he's going to have a game in game week thirty one, which means he could. He's okay, you've game. done a lot more on this than me. Yeah, and what else I was looking? Well, I was I was looking at as I said, I mentioned about Leicester and Liverpool, so that's the twenty seven blank. But then the game week thirty one blank with the FA Cup quarterfinals. So at the moment, we don't really know much, but we do know is that. We need to be getting Liverpool players and Leicester City players into our team, and we also know from looking at that, from looking at the the great Ben Crellin, that um, uh, Burnley, as I mentioned before, they they're going to have a game in thirty one, and Bournemouth as well. It's very likely that they'll have a game, so we need to concentrate. I don't Maybe even not know if he plays FPL, does he? Does he just make spreadsheets? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if he's. He never he's really has anything up about a team or no, but. Not giving out like he's yeah. uh, invaluable, but <laughs> he's a legend. So he's, yeah. Anyway, so at the moment I'm Liverpool, Leicester, Burnley, and Bournemouth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to get in, and then I'm really monitoring this. It's unlikely that Everton, Chelsea, Man United, Man City, Spurs, and Crystal Palace. There's a very high probability that these teams are going to have blanks. So as I say, I'm not saying don't keep them in your team, but I'm just just be aware of it and, and have a plan to get them out. As I said, I'm wildcard I'm putting two Everton players in, knowing right well that they're going to have a lot. A, a Do lot we know play. what week is going to be the biggest blank where you might use your free hit or <coughs> consider yeah. it? I'm coming on to that. So, yeah. what, right, this is this is my plan. As, as I said, um, I mentioned that things are going well. So I said, I said Liverpool have... Uh, Getting knocked out by Wolves is really worth my favourite. And three players, Leicester, I can concentrate on getting Leicester players in. And another thing I just seen last night, again, it was after 12 when I seen this, but there's three all Premiership, four round ties in the FA Cup. So okay. the blanks, 
So like your big mistake of wild yeah. card isn't going to be punished. No, it's not. Really, it might be punished. Like we could we could end up with like only two or three blanks in some of these these um, game weeks. But uh, still, I'll be following Ben Crellin like a hawk, and um, I said I'm hoping the Premiership teams get knocked out of all the cup competitions. Right. So this is what I came to with my plan and go through what your what what the plan will be with the with the double game weeks as well. So as I said, I can plan for blank week game pick twenty seven. The FA Cup quarter final, which will be a blank game week thirty one and a blank game week thirty three. I should be okay if I play my cards right. I can I, a lot of time to to deal with that, so I should cope with that. And what I'm going to do is I'll do a there'll be a free hit in game week thirty two. There'll be a double game week, so I'm going to use my free hit. Um, so for the players that weren't playing in thirty one, and then I'm thinking of. Uh, Bench boosting in, there'll be another double game week in 35. So 32 and 35 are going to be the double game weeks. So they're the ones to concentrate on. So as I said, free hit 32 and then bench boost 35. But um, the problem with me is that um, I'm not going, you're going to use your wildcard in game week 34. Haven't looked that up, but yeah, it sounds that's, like it, That's yeah. what you're going to do. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not going to have my wildcard. So I'm probably going to, this is where I'm going to lose. I'll be fine up to 35. I'll be right with everyone, but I'm probably going to have to take I can't see myself taking more than a minus eight, but I can take a few hits and I can take a minus eight and get four players in. I still think it's worth it. In you a can navigate game. it, like. Yeah, so I should be in a relatively okay position. Um, I was looking at a few problems with my, my wildcard team. So because I have Allison in goals and Speroni as sub, it's highly likely that I'm not going to have uh, 15 players playing for my double game week. I'll probably only have 14. Oh, yeah. which is a bit of a problem. But I just think with the low ceilings on goalkeepers and if you're only getting a low-value keeper in anyway, I, it's not worth the it's hit. It's not worth the hit, so it's not. And uh, another thing I noticed, which uh, might be of interest to you, is if all these teams uh, keep getting knocked out of the cup competitions, there could easily only be two double game weeks. And you know what that would mean? That would mean you couldn't use your triple captain. I haven't captain. wasted my triple captain. That would mean your returns on Salah and Kirk's returns on Salah and the triple captain could be... Uh, not as bad. Could as have been a good move, and me not like. So a, a some use. people might be forced into using it in a single game week. Yeah. Anyway, it's very easy that everybody. It's, yeah. it's totally possible if, if if you're playing your chips right. Yeah. That you'd have no other choice only to play it in it. Whereas we would have used it by choice, so we'd have already won. Yeah. <laughs> we'd have bet those people. Yeah. Anyway, All right, so you've done a good bit of work into that. I might, yeah, uh, and I wouldn't know about these double games. If you had wild cards. Wild card, it's so You would know, but not this early. Yeah. So probably helping you more than me because exactly. you have your wild card and now you can prepare. Be picking well. your brain once we uh, yeah. get off the airwaves. Yeah, that's it. Very good. So you're all set up anyway. You've uh, you've a plan at least. Uh, not I have just a plan like in place. I have yeah. At home, like just like how you're clicking yeah, buttons. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty comfortable about the whole thing. We'll Very good. Now. Sooner rather than later, we might do a, a pod just kind of dedicated to that because that'll help a lot of people. Yeah, I think we so. definitely should. And I, I think after the next round, like, have Arsenal got United? Yeah, yeah, so the picture will be even clearer. Yeah, yeah, we'll have more of an idea. Very good. No, that was very helpful. Okay, Willie, so you're after wowing us with your knowledge of blank weeks, double game weeks, you know, free hits, all that. But let's get back to the bread and butter. Bread and Our butter squads bet, yeah. for the... Game week 22. Current game week, yeah. That's so what it's all about. I'll go through mine first. Yeah. And my team's very similar because I'm not really making many transfers. You don't need to make any transfers. Like, in seasons gone by, I would never uh, lose a transfer if I had two. Yeah. I'd always just do one. But, like, I didn't make any last week and I had two. I have two this week again and I mightn't use them again. 
How good of a sign is that? I don't know if it is a good sign though, because oh. I've had three red arrows and four, but they're just tiny ones, so I'm getting away with it. And yeah. the makeup of my squad is still quite good. Like I'm yeah. happy enough with it. Anyway, my whole game week twenty two hinges upon uh, Operation get Salah back in after uh, making the biggest fuck up of the whole season <laughs> by getting rid of him. But you said it earlier, and I was looking at a few things myself this morning. You might be able to get away with it for a week. Yeah, and so. just on paper, that Brighton away fixture, everyone says Brighton are a tough nut to crack at home. And yeah, on the other hand, I think Liverpool bet them five one last season. Yeah, so half Brighton, they're, they're tough enough to crack. But then in the back of your mind, you're like Salah isn't your normal. Yeah, kind of now I didn't look that up, but I think he only got an assist in that game. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, was that near the end of the season? Was were kind of things yeah, wrapped up like yeah, Brighton yeah, yeah. were safe? They might have been on holidays a bit. Yeah, so I. I don't tend to take in results or form from last season. I don't think, yeah, you know, Aguero scored in every game he's ever played against Fulham. I don't think he's going to score. Well, oh, that's Fulham's a, a bad yeah. example, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't really look at it based on it's previous like, uh, years. Hazard has a great record against Newcastle. I said, oh, I'm thinking a captain Hazard, but I was like, I'm not going to captain him because he has a yeah great record last three years against Newcastle. So I'm thinking I'm gonna put uh, Mo on pause just for one week. Now, he's already uh, punished me over Christmas. I think you'll get away for a week. We'll discuss it later, won't we? In the... Yeah, exactly. But like, I've seen a few things floating around. That thing we were laughing about earlier, that he's over in Africa getting an award one oh, day. I've seen that he's in Senegal getting a, a, a CAF CAF award, and then he's going to be in the United Arab Emirates yeah. for something as well. And he has a sore throat. Oh, he's a sore throat. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have strepsils in Senegal. Like, yeah. There's all these reasons that are kind of... Not putting me off him, but kind of making me feel a little bit more comfortable not bringing him in. Yeah. But I suppose the more most important thing is uh, Brighton. So I was looking at their stats the last four game yeah. weeks. They've conceded five goals. Yeah. And that's against Bournemouth, Arsenal, Everton and West Ham. So yeah. they're all quite attacking teams who score goals. Yeah. And they've just conceded just over one goal a game. Now, just to put that into context, in the same time, Arsenal have conceded eight. Not yeah. a great defence. City have conceded seven. Tottenham five. And Liverpool yeah. three. Yeah. So with their five, they're in it there and thereabouts is yeah. like being I, up there is one of the I, I actually watched the the Brighton Arsenal game and the I think I've only scored the Arsenal goal was um like the Arsenal had a had, had a very uh, low expected goals in that game. So they had Brighton were very solid, so they were Yeah, and then just shots in the box in the last four, they've conceded twenty four. So yeah. City have conceded twenty two and Liverpool have conceded twenty four. So they're yeah. up there with yeah. Two of the better defences now City are conceding all the time now, but just on paper, yeah, they well, they had a good record. But, but this is as your stats are slightly different than mine, but this is the same kind of idea. I was like the last four game weeks, uh, Brighton have a, a an expected goal conceded at, at three point one, and that's second only to Chelsea. And what's even more more impressive in the last four game weeks, they've only had conceded two big chances. And that's the joint best in the league. Yeah, I, that, I was going to say that later on now. And like again, I like putting it into context. Liverpool have conceded five big chances, City seven, yeah. Tottenham six. Yeah. So Brighton have been pretty tight yeah. the last few game weeks. Yeah. Um, another thing I looked at now, this might be a bit bit much, but like chances conceded from the right hand side. Yeah. Where Salah would usually start would be a, is nine. So they're yeah. the third best there. Now, I know he usually floats in and out and he's kind of playing a bit more centrally. Yeah, he's a bit more centre this season, but still. Still. And like you said, yeah. expected goals conceded is the, the second best in the last four game weeks. Yeah. So then I had a look at their overall home record. Like, I'm really... I want to get this right because I made, really such, a big, this, I made such a big mistake getting rid of him and I've thought all Christmas about getting yeah. him back. 
But like I said, I think I might get away with it for one week. Yeah. So they've played 10 at home. Yeah. They've conceded 11. Yeah. So it's the fifth best home record. Um, big chances conceded 16, which is yeah. fifth best. Yeah. Uh, expected goals conceded is 13.6. So they've actually conceded 11. So they're slightly overperforming. And do you yeah. remember there was a while when Ryan was performing out of his skin and they oh, were keeping clean sheets points, yeah. but not really conceding? Yeah. So there is that to take into account. But, Again, save points, definitely. Yeah, when you weigh up Brighton's kind of defensive record and just Salah, if he is a bit under the weather and he is doing a bit of traveling all around the yeah. world, you never know. Back. Yeah, am I touching at straws? Um, yeah, it's just, I can see a return from Salah, but I, I really can't see. I can't see Liverpool scoring more than two in this. And game. I probably won't captain him if I bring him in. Yeah. Now, looking at my team, so I've Patricio and goals yeah. away to City. I, I've said it countless times. He's just my keeper, possibly for the rest of the season. Yeah. His uh. XGC, yes. Yeah, his next few games are grand after that. Yeah. And even though he seems to keep conceding, yeah. they're bound to keep clean sheets at some point. Absolutely. I've, uh, my defence looks pretty solid. Robertson away to Brighton. Alonso oh. home to Newcastle. Dina home to Bournemouth. Great template. Um, can argue with that. Yeah, Richarlison home to Bournemouth. Now, this could change. I have Sterling home to Wolves. And I fancy giving him another go. I'm not... Yeah. Don't, I feel like I'm not You're quite done with him Sterling, right? at the minute. Yeah. yeah. Now, after him doing absolutely nothing after bringing him in, he's got back-to-back assists. Yeah. He scored in the League Cup. Thought he looked quite good against Liverpool and Patches. I thought, I thought like, he looked, Robertson yeah. had him in his pocket for most of the game, but he still yeah, could have set up a few goals. He had a great chance. And, you know, on another day, he could have had a haul. Yeah. I've Hazard home to Newcastle. And a sneaky one. Like, people are getting rid of him. I'm quite... Quietly confident about Felipe Anderson or Arsenal. Arsenal. So bad at the back. They're shambolic. That's the one thing about my wild card. I'm after taking uh, Felipe Anderson and, Snod- and Robert Snodgrass out of the team, and I was like, "Does Kalasnich actually defend?" <laughs> like, I, I think I can really see West Ham scoring. Scoring. Yeah, and it's one game. of those people that look at it and go, "It's Arsenal. It's a tough yeah. fixture." But their fixtures do get a bit worse after that yeah, again. Like they've born with the way Wolves away, Liverpool at home. Yeah, and then a few okay ones, and then City. Yeah. So I think it's not a bad time to get rid of it. If it wasn't wild card, then I probably would, would definitely would kept the two West Ham boys in my team for this fixture. Okay, and then up front, I've Jimenez away to City. People keep going on about his record against the bigger teams. I think he has six and six. Or yeah, I think it's it's uh, in seven games against top six this season. He's returned on six occasions. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. Not, and Man City's defence hasn't been watertight. Yeah. I can't remember the last time they kept a clean sheet. And he looks kind of the attacking fulcrum, doesn't he, Jimenez? Like he looks yep. like someone's going to get a goal. Or, and, and he's getting assists as well yeah. this season as well. Which exactly. Is, uh, and it's the next two lads. I'm not overly happy having Rashford and Kane playing against each other. Tough fixture for both. But like, I'm not going to take either of them out for that game, I don't yeah, think. I, I was like, oh, that's tough. I was like, I don't want these guys in my team. But then when I started to look at the stats a bit, they're... They're both conceding goals, so they are yeah. like United Tottenham, conceding goals. Tottenham played tonight as well. They put yeah. out a full-strength team. Yeah. Hopefully that might play into I mean, you look at, I know it's not the same thing, but Tottenham's record after Champions League games is absolutely dire. So I know this is a League Cup, but it's... Uh, what Just we as big. Eight or, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But eight or nine of them Spurs guys are going to be playing, aren't they? Yeah. So anyway, I've looked into this whole Salah thing a lot because if I'm going to get him in, I either have to get rid of Sterling, Hazard or Kane. Now, I was all for getting rid of Kane just because his stats have dropped off a little bit. His underlying yeah. stats have dropped yeah. off. He's playing a lot deeper. Son is going to be heading off after this United game. And, and uh, more is injured now, actually. Yeah, he's just not the cane of like last season or the season before where he was just getting eight or nine shots a game. He was 
really greedy. He was in the box the whole time. He still wasn't getting, still getting returns. So he, he is. That's the the only thing. But can he sustain that? Are they going to dry up a little bit? But it's Fulham away next. It's, it's just it's some lovely fixtures. Fulham, Watford, or Dyer at the back as well. There's some great fixtures. Have they Watford is coming up as well soon? I think. I yeah, yeah, and then like you, I think Hazard is there for the season for me. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be happy captaining him too often, but no. I'm always going to be happy having yeah. having him in my team. That's it. That's that's what I was going to say. I was like. I want to have Hazard into the rest of the season, but I don't want to captain him. Yeah. And now Life would be so much easier when you yeah. don't captain him. It's so yeah. stressful. Yeah. Like, I've watched the last few Chelsea games and against Southampton. Yeah. Like you said, Southampton hadn't looked great defensively a few games before and then they yeah. just were really solid against yeah. Chelsea. Like, they they got I mean, nowhere. Yeah, his under nine stats were, were solid enough and uh, Hazard had a shot in the box and it just belted Angus gun to head. He knew absolutely <laughs> yeah. nothing about it. Like, so, like, if that had went in, it would have been the, the points for Another the goal, story. three bonus. It would have been a different story. And he, he created, his stats were really good in that game. But so I think the Marat, the so prime so. culprit <laughs> to get rid of a Sterling, but something about him is just telling me to keep him for this Wolves game. So I think I'm going to keep my two free transfers, waste one again, yeah. and go into the week without Salah again and hope for the best. So at the minute, I have my captain on Sterling. We're going to go do a little piece on captaincy after this. So I'll go into that after. And yeah, so it's looking like no transfers. Sterling is captain, Hazard as vice. Now you've went through your team, you've done your wild card, blew your load, but uh, yeah. who's your captain? You've right. obviously so no transfers. Say, right, well, uh, my vice captain anyway is Salah, as I said. We'll talk about it a little bit later, but like I think he's a, he's a great option. His online stats are unbelievable, but I'm just a bit wary, as we said, a bit of travelling and uh, Brighton's um, XGC being so good the last four game weeks. So, yeah. My captain, of course, is the one player we've just said I want to have my team all season, <laughs> but I don't want to captain him because he's a troll. It's Hazard. I've just looked at this, looked at the stats, and we might discuss it a little bit in, in the future, but in the next 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 section of the pod. But okay, yeah, we'll do that now in a bit more depth. Captain Eden Hazard. Fair enough. Right, Willie. Let's talk briefly about our two <coughs> weekly segments. So there's our Renegades Captains poll. Yep. Uh, that's where we're looking for someone who won't be widely captained but might bang or score big. Yep. And it is just a competition between the three of us. I think Kirk's is cleaning up, but uh, we've time to to catch up with him. Yep. So the three options this week were you nominated Barnes. You can tell me why in a minute. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kirk's went for Richarlison, and Sorry. I went for Felipe Anderson. Another solid choice. So at the minute. Richarlison is winning with 50% of the votes. And he's only winning by the end. Home to Bournemouth. Barnes is putting up a little bit of competition, 38%. Anderson is in no man's land, 13%. Now, I explained why I picked him earlier, just uh, talking about something else. Just Arsenal's defence, shambolic. They've conceded uh, eight in their last four, which is the third worst. I know that Liverpool result kind of skews that a bit. But still, their XTC was 7.5, so... It's kind of in line, you know, they've conceded even, a lot of chances. I've said this them. before, even not from an XG perspective, but just on the eye test. <laughs> they're just diabolical, yeah. aren't they? So I thought people might go a bit more renegade and be happy to go for Felipe, but he's all bottled it. Nobody yeah. voted for him. Yeah. So why did you pick Barnes? Right, well, there's um, one simple reason why I picked Barnes. So we go into the stats, we go the last four game weeks, XGI 3.68, that's second only to Aubameyang. He's had 12 shots in the box over the last four game weeks among forwards. He's had six big chances. That's the joint first, along with Aubameyang. But then I was looking at uh, Fulham stats, and everyone's saying, like, Fulham, they're a little bit more 
a little bit more solid defensively under Rani area, aren't they? But they've still conceded 11 big chances in the last four game weeks. And if we have the team conceding the third or fourth most big chances against the player who's scoring, who is, is getting the most big chances uh, over the last four game weeks, I think it's a, it's a no-brainer. The perfect storm. The perfect storm, as they say. Ashley Barnes. Fair enough. It sounds good to me. Yep. And as for our squad, we haven't done one over Christmas just because there were so many fixtures. It would have just been hard to keep up and running. But uh, we'll put up a post this week. If anyone wants to face off against a mix of our three squads, just uh, give us some indication and we'll pick one. The prize is still a 50 euro Amazon voucher and a Renegades mug. So two lads have bet us so far by four points and are in joint first place. Now me and Willie have been talking and we've decided if there is a tiebreaker at the end of the season, whoever has bet us by the most points on our level, they'll face off against each other in week 38 and just the winner wins it then. I think yeah. that's the most exciting and it keeps it alive. And game week 38 is just so erratic. Yeah. I love it. So I think that's a great idea, Drew. Cool. It'll keep it going to the yeah. end. So that's our Renegade squad. Keep an eye out for that post. And we will wrap things up with a question that we have from one of our followers. So Willie, FPL psychologist Gasaka asks, who do you think is the best <coughs> captain pick for game week 22? And it's quite a tricky, yeah, tricky week. So we've talked about Salah already just when I was humming and hawing about whether to bring him in. If I did bring him in, I don't think I'd captain him. Would you? No, we don't uh, need to go into stats. We've done I, that, but no, no, no. I don't think I'd captain him. Is he on your radar? Um, he's my vice at the moment and I'm pretty sure he's going to be uh, the most popular captain. He's like over 40% ownership and he's going to be on scout. I imagine he'll be number one as well. But personally, I'm, I'm not going to captain him. Okay, I mightn't have him and if I do bring him in, I don't think I'm going to captain him. Yeah. So we'll move on to the man you said is going to be your captain after saying you're not comfortable captaining him. Yeah. Mr. Hazard. Eden Hazard. What have you got on him? Yeah, so I've uh, the last four game weeks XGI 2.79, which is still third among midfielders. He's uh, top five for attempts and penalty touches among midfielders. What's interesting is uh, he's joint first for big chances among midfielders last four game weeks, level with Salah. And he's also created a uh, uh, 10 chances created so he's creating opportunity as well and what I like about Hazard as opposed to Salah is uh, Newcastle's expected goals conceded over the last four is actually quite high surprisingly because it's um, people say that they're quite solid but they still have an XGC of 7.1 over the last four game weeks which is actually the four worst and they've, they've 10 big chances conceded so I'm uh, I'm okay. leaning towards Hazard at the moment now he's my vice at the minute and he could easily become my captain Yes. So I was looking at Newcastle's away stats over the season, which is um, they've conceded twelve and ten games. Yeah, which so just too bad. No, for context, Fulham are the worst with twenty eight. City yeah. and Pool are the best with seven. Yeah. So they're only three above that. Yeah. And looking at their their last four games away from home, they drew with Everton one all. Yeah. They bet Huddersfield one nil. Yeah. They drew with Watford one all. So quite tight, and then yeah. they got thumped by Liverpool, Tumped, which yeah. skews at four nil. Which is maybe me thinking that like the premium players can still do the business. Yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. Heard that off your Newcastle fans as well. That or, ties in. Yeah, and they've conceded twenty three big chances. So yeah, Hazard's not a man to miss yeah. big chances. So he's currently my vice. He's your number one at the minute. So yeah. we'll put him in first position at the minute. So yeah. move on to now. I've only looked at a couple of lads that yeah. stood out to me, and we both had the same second player here, Aubameyang. Yeah. Well, to what be honest, I have a Bamiang, and Bamiang is my number one choice for captain this week. 
We've but you don't own them. I don't own them. So yeah, me neither. Yeah, and I'm not in love with his fixtures going forward. So I'm probably not going to have him in my wildcard team. But look, it's it's pretty simple. Uh, the last four game weeks, he's four goals. He's an xgi of three point eight one, which is ahead of it's even ahead of the mighty Ashley Barnes, and he has uh, six big chances, which is level with Ashley Barnes. But what I like about this is um, is it's it's their opponents, West Ham. They've uh, an expected goals conceded six point nine the last four game weeks, and have twelve big chances, which is the third worst. And um, even just from a non-stats point of view, just every time I watch West Ham, it just looks so so dodgy at the back, don't they? Uh, they really are. Like we've had the heartbreak all season of having people have had Fabianski, we had Balbuena, and yeah, there's just no clean sheets never. No. no, even yeah, as I said, Fabianski will get save points. He he save the odd penalty. He get a few bonuses, but. Oh my god, they're just never going to keep yeah. clean sheet. And, and I looked at their last four at home, and they drew yeah. two all with Burnley. Yeah, they lost to Watford two 0 Yeah, they bet Palace three two, and they bet Cardiff three one. So they're conceding. They're conceding against very average teams, average attacks anyway. So like Aubameyang's you, know, going to score in this game. I actually think Aubameyang would be my number one captain, yeah. but I don't own him. So yeah. to answer your question, Mister uh, Psychologist Gasaka, yeah, if you had Aubameyang, I would captain him. Now, just briefly, I don't, so I'm probably going to go Sterling. And yeah. it's kind of counterintuitive, counter whatever that word is, yeah. to what I'm thinking. Because Wolves, are they do well against the big six teams. Their record away from home, their defence record is really good. Yeah. Like They've only conceded eight big chances away from home. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, Wolves are going to try and counter City. Yeah. And I think City are just so rapid at kind of turning the ball over and going so forward quick, themselves. So they could actually counter counter that attack <laughs> and I, I think it might work out well for them and they were a bit unlucky to draw with Wolves yeah. one all in the first game they had plenty of chances and just Sterling seems like he's starting to get find another little bit of form he worked, he looked good against Scott back to back assists he was yeah. involved and uh, he scored and came off early in the, the League Cup so it'll be uh, music to my ears if I see him not playing tomorrow against Burton Yeah, but at the minute he's my captain but I'd go for Oba Oh, but yeah, yeah, number yeah. one. Yeah. And that is a wrap. Episode eight in the bag. First one of the new year. Probably our most informative one yet, I believe. I think so, yeah. So if you are, say it every week, if you are listening to this and you enjoyed it, please do share it around, retweet it, tell your friends, follow us on our Twitter page, which is FPL Renegades at Renegades FPL. Uh, now that things have settled down and it's going to be a game week, every week pretty much we'll try and get one of these out every game week i'd say now till the end of the season hopefully we'll have william here more often than not you might even drag in the mythical kirks i don't think he's gonna do it no i don't know i don't know if he even likes fpl anymore i don't even know if he likes us anymore (laughs) obviously not yeah so thanks again for listening and we will talk to you soon cheers yeah cheers everybody thanks so much for listening